Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Powered by Rival Digital. On this show, you'll hear from industry leaders and become equipped with the tools and knowledge you need to build a world-class business. Now, here's your host, Eric Thomas. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. And I have some exciting news because I think once you hear our guest speak today, we're going to have him do the new voiceover for the podcast. Matt, how are you doing? Are you ready to quit <laughs> screwing around? Welcome it's back. serious. I am doing fantastic today. Hold on, let me. Yeah. Um, it is a wonderful day today. It's actually like, what, 63 out right now? Yeah. High of 64, low of 30. Yeah. Can you hear the <laughs> music? To, I can hear the music. Can okay, you hear cool. the music? Oh, yeah. It's really, it's, setting the, uh, it's really setting the weather report up. Yeah. Low of 30, southeastern wind. Learn more about local weather at uh, rivaldigital.com slash weather. <laughs> oh, gosh. I really like these background music. I, I hope that they add more. One of them is called... Can you add your own? No, there's, there's... I would like to add my own. This one's called Feeding the Ducks. Yeah, I'd listen to this while feeding a duck. Yeah like throwing bread into the water what about into space all right we're gonna play this during the intro announcements if you're listening to this right now on apple Podcasts, which i know you are a lot of you are leave us a review if you enjoyed the show we've got a good show ahead of us folks we're talking about the importance of having a website that can grow with your business we're going to talk about leadership in the 21st century, whatever century we're in now, um, how you can become a better leader today and recruit and retain technicians for your business. Now we're going to change it to lo-fi. I think I like night driving the best. Oh, so, yeah. as always, my name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show and really excited to bring you guys this episode today. We will be talking with Matt Kratos, who is our new web developer here at Rival Digital. And Matt has got quite the background, the extensive background in website design and development, building custom WordPress plugins, building applications, all that good stuff. And we are super excited. Our friend Andrew Bartley says, hey, buddies, Andrew, hey, how are you doing? Joining us for an immersive rival digital audio experience so immersive matt welcome to the show how are you doing fantastic eric um and i'm gonna just brag on my accolades with pride uh <laughs> most recently i'm not gonna name the client because of contractual things but um the best most recent thing that i've done um has been building a website for a company 
that then got bought for $1 billion. Um, and so wow. if there's anything about building websites, they help the value of the company if it ever gets sold. Yeah, that's super relevant because right now in the HVAC industry, there are a lot of contractors out there who are uh, being approached by private equity groups uh, for sale. And they know, yes, a lot of that stuff, your intellectual property, uh, your digital assets, all that stuff plays into the valuation of your business. So that's a really cool accolade. Hopefully you can help some of our, uh, some of our clients build their, their value, their business valuation up so that they can sell their business for $1 billion. Yes, hopefully we can. Um, and do we want to mention uh, one of our partners that can help them with that in the future? Or is that perhaps a topic for another time? That'd be a topic for another time. Wonderful. Yeah. Not sure the right words to use for that, but that Got will it. be a topic for another time. So Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners out there. Tell them all about um, your experience with the World Wide Web, <laughs> building websites, all that good stuff. It all started when I was a child. And um, actually, it did kind of start when, when I was a child. My late stepfather was starting a business and um, he was building a website and to you know have an online store. And I thought, wow, you know, this is so cool. Um, I was so young getting to see someone uh, who I greatly admired, you know, learn a skill set to then make money with in such a real world uh, experience. And while I didn't ever get to, you know, actually help him because I had no experience, um, I took upon myself to start learning what it took to build a website, what it took to write code, what it took to put something together that was that looked good, that functioned well. Um, and um, while he uh, later passed, I was able to take his legacy and um, expand in my knowledge on all sorts of uh, what it looks like to create a digital product uh, that's meaningful, that makes money, that does well. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, he actually worked for a local mechanical company for a while. So um, I've known about you know that kind of realm for some time. So I'm actually really excited to be here at Rival. Yeah, this is awesome. So <clears throat> for those who um, have kind of heard the backstory of Rival and have been listening this whole time, you know that you know before Rival, uh, I worked for a company called Neighborly, and then there was a brief period of time. Um, I would say, gosh, probably four months at the most. Actually, it was less than four months. I think it was literally like three months at the most, where I worked um, for a real estate company, uh, kind of filling in the gap. And that's where I met Matt. Him and I worked together on the uh, on the on the development team there, building websites and all kinds of cool stuff. And Matt. I remember the day I left that company. I remember I went out and walked around and said, said my goodbyes because I knew Rival was on the horizon. And uh, Matt, so Matt's kind of seen Rival from the day it was born up until um, about a month ago when we started talking about the possibility of him joining this elite organization. Well, we actually discussed it 43 weeks ago. Um, yeah. When we were kind of joking about some particulars that I won't mention publicly, um, but uh, it's been a long time coming to, to be able to work with you, Eric. And this is uh, so far so great. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to hear that as well. And I really would love to share that story because that I remember when we commented. All right. So Matt posted a picture 
and he said, is your marketing this sexy? And I commented from Rival Digital. I said, close, but no. And then he responded with, maybe someday. That was 44 weeks ago. <laughs> and then after uh, after we we got Matt on the team, I said, it took 42 weeks, but it's almost someday. <laughs> uh, that's yes. funny how it all comes full circle. So uh, anyway, super excited. And um, this, is, this is really great news, honestly, for our clients, for our future clients, for our partners out there in the industry who – um, have been keeping up with us because now we have the ability uh, due to Matt's knowledge and experience to uh, further expand upon our, um, our service offering. You know, we can, we can do everything from, you know, building you a, a custom WordPress website to now we're building um, some custom WordPress plugins that our clients are going to benefit from to um, improving things like load speeds on websites and all that stuff. So, Super excited to have Matt on board to help with all that. And I'll add to that and say that um, we're even automating some of the processes that we do here internally, which allows us to actually do more of mm -hmm. the manual, physical, strategic stuff that can't be automated um, with a human brain, uh, that kind of stuff. We're able to do more of it and provide more value. And that yeah. that's infinitely greater. Yeah. That's definitely the way of the future. I think it's just like seeing how much you can automate, like the tasks, like filling out spreadsheets with uh, keyword rankings, like instead of me going in there and manually typing in what they are, like we can automate that now. We can automate all kinds of stuff, Ma automate the things that you have to manually do that are cumbersome and redundant. That way you can save your brain power for the things like strategy and ideas that are important for business. So, um, really, really excited about that as we all should be automation is the way of the future. Yeah. Yes. Robots may not take over, but they're going to take a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they can. So anyways, uh, super excited. Um, as I keep mentioning, I'm, I'm super excited about this because, you know, for a lot of you, this is going to kind of segue into our main conversation here. A lot of uh, owner operators out there can really uh, kind of align themselves with what, what I'm kind of going at here is you start a business and then for the most part, when you first start, it's you and you're running the service calls and you're answering the phone and you're managing your Facebook page and you are managing your accounting and finances and all that stuff. So you're working in the business and on the business. And so you're you know, you're working out in the truck all day, all night, you get home, then you run your, um, your receipts and all that other stuff. And then you get to a point where you can hire someone and then that frees your, that frees you up to do something else in the business. And so now I'm super excited to, to be able to, to bring stuff like that in. And I know that a lot of contractors can, um, can definitely attest to the feeling of that. But with that comes more responsibility, such as, um, leading people, uh, into the organization, getting them to buy into the vision, getting them to go out and service your customers. And uh, so we're going to talk about leadership for a little bit here. Uh, this is a topic that Matt's particularly uh, passionate about. And uh, I am as well. I enjoy it. I think that leadership's the way. I think a lot of times we hear these people online saying, I can't find technicians, can't find any good help. Um, but I think that that comes down to leadership. If you are a good leader and you have a culture that is really enjoying, I guess, their, their life following you, then you'll have no problem attracting good talent. So Matt, take it away. Leadership. 
I've got a list of notes here. So I'm going to go through um, a few different points and I'd love for you to chime in uh, whenever you want. Um, why do people leave a company? Why is there a high turnover? Uh, well, I've got a few answers. Uh, too demanding of a work, uh, lacking inspiration or motivation. Uh, and this one, I actually talked with Eric Olson, the um, what is he, the CEO of our parent company, mm-hmm. um, a capped opportunity, something where you want to go up here, but the only availability is right here. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually why I've left several companies is because I want to do far more than what the company was willing to do um, at, or even at a quicker time frame than what the company was willing to do. Um, but what do all these things have in common? Demanding work, lacking inspiration, motivation, capped opportunity. What do these things have in common? John Maxwell put it so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> Everything rises and falls on leadership. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite quotes for a reason. Uh, not just, just because it's short and catchy, but because it's powerfully true. Um, and if you haven't ha- heard of or read uh, any of John Maxwell's uh, materials, highly recommend to check him out. Um, great, great guy. Yeah. Um, I knew we were going to have some technicians and, and, and some people there listening in the car and I didn't want to spoil whatever they were thinking by talking out loud. So I was letting the kind of the space air out there for a second so that they could answer it to themselves. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, do you have any comments so far? No, no, I totally agree. I think, um, that, I mean, you got to have a clear cut vision for the, for the future of the company. And, you know, if you, if you hire people and there's no vision, they have nothing to follow. So they'll, they'll create the vision themselves and whatever they're going to create is most likely not going to be aligned with what you've got, uh, in your head, you know, for the future of, of your business. So, um, having an opportunity, having a clear cut opportunity for growth for them is definitely the way to go. Yeah, uh, that's actually a, a point I have later in my notes is on vision, um, but I, I'll just bring it up now since the point is short. Um, you have to know where you're headed in order to go there. Um, I, I Either I already wrote the post or I just have it in my notes too, right? I don't remember, but in the, no, I did already post it. In the post text, the caption of the photo is um, I put, imagine getting into your cars, you into your car with with the key uh, and turning on the ignition and then just sitting there. <laughs> you're wasting gas. You're, you're wasting energy and you're wasting time. You're not going anywhere. You're literally just sitting there. Um, and, and that's because you don't have a vision of where you're going. Um, now, I won't say that I don't enjoy a nice uh, nightly drive that's um, just on a mission to nowhere. Sometimes you need to air yourself out. Um, mm-hmm. But even so, your rest time should still be planned and, and actioned uh, in a certain way. Uh, Donald Miller, in his book and video series, Business Made Simple, he recognizes that action is an important piece of leadership. You got to get it done. You got to stop lollygagging. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that I've actually learned more so recently than ever before was um, it's easy to procrastinate. It's easy to think of an idea and then not do it. Um, and Eric Olson, um, he shared a reel this morning that was um, when you have an idea, write it down. Don't just let it float into the air and go away because um, your idea may change over time. Write it down, solidify it uh, so that you can have a foundation um, and get to work on it. Um, was that enough uh, <laughs> controversy for you there? 
uh, we'll lighten the mood with some. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a hot take. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't say that I disagree uh, because I mean Hitler was um, I, Hitler was a bad person. We all know that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean for the most part, he I mean, people he had a vision and people followed it. Which, yeah, I mean that's really what it's got to be about. So when we're talking about, for the record, we don't condone. Uh. Nazism or Hitler. We thought he was a bad person. Um, but yeah, agree there. So when it comes to vision, creating a vision and then executing that and being able to adjust it on the fly, what's some advice that you would give in in, in regards to finding a vision? Um, well, adjusting it, it is um, something that you should be doing. Uh, my best friend and I, we talk about mission and vision uh, and business and leadership all the time. And we were talking the other day and we said, um, your vision should change, at least in the terms of uh, as, as you grow, you learn more things, you experience new experiences, you get to see uh, a better, clearer path of, of where you're going. Uh, he and I actually took a trip down to South Carolina a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was the worst possible time to travel because it was snowing and icy and it was just crazy. I couldn't see out, you know, my windshield for the majority of the drive or for a good portion of the drive. I didn't have any vision. I knew where I was going. I knew the end point, but in front of me, it, it looked uh, difficult and I had to um, change the route a couple of times to get to the end destination of where I was going. The end destination was still the same. I was still going somewhere to enjoy, uh, you know, a vacation away from home. Um, but I had to change the course. I had to reroute myself. Um, and so as far as, you know, practical steps of how do you, uh, take upon that, you just, you have to, um, Donald Miller puts it as, I just recorded this the other day. I, um, you have to be relentlessly optimistic. Uh, when you set huge goals, uh, this comes from Business Made it Simple, uh, day number nine. Um, you, when you set huge goals, there's going to be obstacles in front of you uh, and you need to recover easily from setbacks. Things are going to happen in your life. There's no doubt about that um, that are going to be difficult. And you, you just have to be optimistic about it uh, and recover easily from the setbacks that come your way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to like now, like putting this into perspective for the average business owner out there for an HVAC business. Um, I think the analogy, uh, you know, going somewhere, like you were just saying, like you're going to Charleston. I think that that is super, super easy to kind of, you know, piece together for an HVAC business owner. Cause it's like, what, what is like, like what's the destination for you in your business is the question I would ask. Like, do yeah. you want to so, become a gazillionaire or do you want to help homeowners? You know, we want to help homeowners in XYZ area experience comfort uh, like never before Yeah, uh, with technicians who are, you know, service oriented or whatever it may be. And then that's like, all right, everyone go. Yeah. And so practically speaking in the HVAC industry is, um, your truck breaks down, you're, you know, you lost a tool, someone stole it. 
uh, an employee uh, didn't show up to work, uh, not just because they were sick, but because they didn't want to, um, mm -hmm. or they slept in or whatever. Uh, and yes, you have to deal with these people in those moments in time, uh, in, in, you know, careful ways and, you know, make good decisions about doing so. Um, but at the same time, if your if your goal <laughs> is only to be, you know, a gazillionaire, you're going to immediately fire anyone that does you any type of wrong. You're going to get mad over the small things. Uh, you're going to make a big thing out of the small things and make small out of the big things. Um, and but if you are driven uh, in such a way that you you just want to help people, you want people to be comfortable in their homes, you want to help transform lives through the way that you conduct business, which no matter what industry you're in, this is applicable, um, then it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter uh, if, you know, someone, you know, uh, rams into the back of your van or, um, you know, a competitor uh, blasts you online with completely untrue information. Um, at the end of the day, if you show up and you serve people, which actually leads me into my next point, then it doesn't, it, none of that matters because you are authentically you, uh, mm -hmm. authenticity is valuable. Um, <laughs> imagine taking a plastic coin to a pawn shop, a plastic coin to a pawn shop. What would happen? They're going to laugh at you. They're going to probably call you names in the back room when you leave. Um, and they're probably going to tell you to never come back. Uh, maybe they'll show you grace. Maybe they'll be like, you know, this guy's just pulling a trick on us. Or maybe something's not so right up in the noggin. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but it's unlikely. They're probably going to tell you, get out. Uh, maybe call the cops. Uh, and that's the same with leadership. Uh, <laughs> You have to show up with your authentic self. Otherwise, you'll be the laughing stock of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when, when, oh gosh, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I, that's funny about the cops being called. Um, please don't ever take a, a plastic coin to a pawn shop. Uh, <laughs> but when we're thinking about, you know, there's... A lot of people go into business and they're like, I want to, for for various reasons, they want to do different things. Mm -hmm. They either want to build a big company and, you know, make some money. They want to just do the work on their own because they're tired of following people. Um, maybe they want to create a better future for the community and the, the people that they employ. Um, so they've got, you know, there's always, there's always a wide spread amount of reasons why. Um, but in any of those instances, no matter what you get into it for, when you start hiring people, because you're gonna, if you're gonna grow the business, you're gonna have to hire people to do the work, they immediately become air quotes here, a leader. Um, they yeah. become someone that someone else has to follow now. You know, sure you might just be their source of pay um, for some of those people, but in either regard, you are the person that they're going to come to and ask questions and say, hey, why are we doing this? How are we doing this? What should I do next? You are now there, um, the person that they follow. And, um, so I kind of lost where I was going with that. Uh, you, they now follow you. What do you think, uh, just from your experience, uh, is kind of like 
a good way for that person to do an effective job of leading that person outside of having, you know, a common ground vision of where we're going? Um, great leadership involves knowing what you're doing um, and knowing what you're doing is based on, you got to write it down. Um, if you have a, an action plan, right? Uh, I was watching some uh, HVAC marketing guy the other day. And w one of the things that they have is when they replace a unit, they have an entire packet of things that they give to the client with that new HVAC unit. It's all pre-packaged. They don't have to search for these things in random cabinets and, and you know try and find them the morning of the job. Um, they know what they need to do. It's, there's packets of them in the truck uh, or at the shop. And when they go out and they replace an entire unit, they have all these things ready, uh, as well as you know other things like um, for just regular repair. If there's not an existing maintenance sticker on the on the unit, they have an assembly of those that they just slap on, uh, and they go out into the field with a plan. Uh, and so, the best thing to do is to have a plan. Uh, and in business, this looks like what we call SOPs, standard operating procedures. This is what happens uh, when this happens, do this. When this happens, do this. Uh, in programming, it's the same thing. If this, if this, if this, if this, mm -hmm. uh, then do this, then do this, then do this. Uh, it's the same in the rest of the world in real life is that it, when you go into things with a plan, there are very few surprises. Mm -hmm. So the... Uh, being a good leader is being a good teacher. Um, yeah. So knowing how to articulate that, communicate it. Um, and, you know, if you send out a, a junior technician without a senior technician, guess what? They're going to call you and be like, <laughs> I don't know what this, you know, I've never heard of this Bryant brand, right? Um, yeah. it, the coils look different or whatever. And um, so you have to know how to teach. You have to be teachable as well. Uh, but that's another topic. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I don't remember who said this, but it, it's the same thing with like company culture and all that stuff. Like it needs to be written down somewhere. And there was someone on a podcast I was listening to. There's so many different podcasts out there for the home services industry. So I can't even remember where I heard this from, but um, someone pretty much mentioned like, if your company culture isn't written down, then you don't have a company culture. Mm, yeah. Like your company, your company culture is not like, Oh, well, you get two weeks of PTO and we have a pizza party once a month. And, you know, the, the, yeah, the, that's our, we have a good culture. Like, no, that's, that's not your culture. Your culture needs to be written down. Right. Like, but everything needs to be written down. And it's not that they're like rules for any instance, but like, it's a guideline to follow. Yeah. It's like you were saying, there's guidelines everywhere in life. If the light turns yellow, slow down. Right. <laughs> if there's a stop sign, stop. Um, if there's no one around, then you go. It's literally, it's, it's everywhere in life. This needs to be, yeah. um, and it, it seems like a lot, but it really, it really helps a lot for anyone to have some type of manual. And that's even something that we're working on here is creating a really thorough, comprehensive process guideline. Like when we, you know, get a new client, here's the first 10 steps of onboarding the client. Here's the first 10 steps for their website. Here's the next part. We do this. We add these plugins. We do this. Like that's what we're trying to build here. That way it's never a surprise to anyone what step we're on and what needs mm -hmm. to be done. And then that way, when we grow and you hire more people, then 
you say, hey, new person, boom. Here is the complete guideline for your job. Yeah, absolutely. And um, John Maxwell talks about this. And I'm not going to go into it, but he talks about roles. You know, every business should have people with roles because um, otherwise you don't know who to hire, right? And uh, Eric Olson was talking about this on one of his podcast uh, streams is that, um, yeah, it would be nice to hire some people, but you're also aware of those roles that you will need to hire at some point when the company grows to that point. Um, so having that all written down and I'm going to have this one last point, um, always be improving, right? Uh, we're human, therefore innately we're imperfect, uh, and all should seek to better ourselves between our mind, strengthening our knowledge, our body, <laughs> working out, eating right, you know, um, and then our soul engaging in whatever practices that allow you to search within yourself and pluck out immorality, mm -hmm. which for you and I, that's, you know, going to church, but for others that may be you know, meditating, doing yoga or throwing axes and screaming into the void, whatever that looks like. <laughs> screaming into the void. Yeah. And that, yeah, again, like that, that even dives into like always be improving everything for, you know, for what we do every single month. Like right before this, I was sending out video reports talking about February. Here's what we're going to do in March to improve this. Here's, you know, what improved last month and here's how we're going to improve it this upcoming month. These three keywords improved by this much. Next month, we're going to do this to improve those keywords. Um, and so <clears throat> really, I think the the underlying theme of, of this is just um, whatever, you know, all, all these points from leadership to having SOPs to always be improving, it can apply to so much from the HVAC side to your personal life. So um, really, really good stuff. Yeah, I was just about to say, and it's actually, you know, both and, right? Um, what comes from your personal life flows into everything else. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. be good at home. You'll be great at everything else. Yeah. Well, we are right at the 30 minute mark. Um, really good episode. Matt, is there anything that we didn't hit on that you were hoping to uh, go over? Um, nope, we covered all the notes. We're at the 30 minute mark. And I think this was a successful episode. I completely agree. Thanks again, everyone for uh, tuning into another episode. This was, um, this was a good episode. If you were listening to this and a little bit of thought provoking, uh, topics or anything that, you know, made you change the way you think about your business or how you lead your people, we'd love to hear about it. So you can email us podcast at rivaldigital.com. And as always, if you appreciated the episode, we would also like it if you left us a review on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. You can now leave reviews for podcasts on Spotify. Can't actually write anything, but you can give it a five star. I'd appreciate that five star review if you could. So thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. And I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Matt, you take care and we'll be talking to you soon. See ya. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If you're an HVAC contractor in need of digital marketing services, contact us today at www.rivaldigital.com.